1: This episode contains foul language, discussions of mass destruction, giant bugs, and the end of
2: humanity as we know it.
0: Podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week we sit down together from across the country and we talk about something weird. weird. <laughs> and this week we are diving into one of our very, very favorite mysterious and fascinating and just plain fun topics Aliens. We love aliens here on Keep It Weird, that is no surprise, and we have had a lot of very different conversations about aliens. We just keep learning more, and we will never stop, so sorry about you. But today, Mars attacks as we are chatting alien invasions. What kind of possible invasions could we possibly experience from those little extraterrestrials? What do they want with us? Are we equipped to handle an invasion on planet Earth? What has Sigourney Weaver taught us, and will we get a lifelong friendship with a short and stout, bug-eyed dude as promised in the movie E.T.? Are they already here looking over our shoulder? It's very possible, and it's very unsettling. But, at the same time, Earth isn't proving to be that great of a party anymore, so maybe we should all get (laughs) beamed up into a flying saucer and check out what the rest of the galaxy has to offer. My name is Lauren and this is my lovely co-host Ashley. Hi
1: weirdos.
0: Hello hello.
1: Hello hello, we come in it's peace.
0: Aliens we it's come aliens. in peace.
1: I if you guys hear any Thunder. It's not sound effects. It is storming like crazy here and boys that par for the course for our attempts to record this episode this week.
0: Yeah, we were just laughing. Like Ashley said, oh, just by the way, it's storming really bad here. So let's just hope my power doesn't go out. And I said, I, I would expect your power to go out. Truly. Because we just hit every roadblock lately. We really
1: did. Uh, uh, recording has been a really, uh, it's been a trip lately. <laughs> Guys, I mean, we're 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 doing our best to get you an episode every week, and I think we've done okay so far. We haven't done. I was too bad say, yeah, the, for the roadblocks and bumps.
0: For living across the country this season, in general, I feel like has actually gone so well with our timing. Yeah. But yeah, we kind of just the last month <laughs> been we've been rough. having some moments, but we're working on it.
1: But we're working on it. Uh, I do want to take this opportunity to say it's August, which means we have two months until our favorite month. So I know this is your opportunity, listeners, to send in requests for Halloween episodes. What do you want? What do you want us to talk about? Do you want listener ghost stories, some scary stories to tell Joe in the dark? Do you want to hear us talk about (laughs) horror movies? Do you want to hear us talk about monsters, ghosts, aliens, murderers? Do you want a contest, Um, costume, decor, pumpkin, makeup, you name it? We'll definitely do a Zoom party prize again. Obviously, there'll be some free merch as prizes. Um, So let's just get ahead of the game. Send in your Halloween episode and or contest ideas by emailing keepitweirdpodcast at gmail.com with the subject line Halloween or just shoot us a message on our socials at keep it weird cast so we can um we can do what you guys want also it's like you know it's our sixth halloween i'm starting to be like what the f-? like how
0: uh, how do we even carry on we... how do we get spookier than what we've <laughs> yeah. already done how do we, how do we, we top ourselves oh, it's so, so yeah
1: so you guys help us out tell us what you want to hear um and we'll make it happen for you in october and speaking of october i also want to take this time to ask you something lauren oh no so listeners if you didn't know joe and i are finally getting married in october um we're going to the courthouse so it's not anything to get like excited about but (laughs) i wanted to know lauren if you would pick out a bracelet for me to wear on my wedding
0: day oh my lanta this is the best day of my life um yes i would be honored
1: (laughs) <laughs> I'll send you a picture of my other jewelry that I think I'm about wearing and um, and then uh, obviously you don't have to buy it. I mean, unless you want to, you could buy it as well, but I just wanted you to pick it um, so that'll be like kind of you being there with me. Oh,
0: I love it. I know. As you were saying, I have something to ask you. I was like, I already know she's not having bridesmaids and it's not a thing. So what is she about to say <laughs> yeah. to me? Don't like get my hopes up. Lauren, Elsa.
1: please fly across uh, the country in two months. Um, I, this is your warning. I would.
0: I know I would. I would. I would. I would. But um, I'm so honored and I love picking out jewelry, especially when it's going to have like a touch of spook, obviously. So a <laughs> touch be <great>. of
1: spook. <laughs> um, oh, I yeah. can't wait. Well, good. Thank you. I wanted to ask you on air because I, I uh, wanted our listeners sweetest. to be a part of it, too. Yeah, we're getting married, oh. guys. We're getting married to the Courthouse. I know a lot of people are asking, you know, how spooky is our wedding going to be? Not. I mean, <laughs> courthouses are pretty spooky sometimes. Uh, True. But usually not the wedding wing. But, um, yeah, it's going to be really simple. We're just going to the courthouse. I got my dress. It's gorgeous. It's perfect. It's exactly what I wanted. So um, you're
0: definitely keeping it. Does mm-hmm. that mean you get to send me a photo or not? Oh until yeah, after I can.
1: Effect? Yeah, I'll send you a picture. Oh, yes. I'll send you a quick picture. I was,
0: I was begging her the moment <laughs> she said she bought it. I am so excited to see.
1: It's so cute. So, anyways, um, hi guys. Today we're talking about weddings, hi, hello. <laughs> weddings and aliens. This episode,
0: <laughs> alien weddings,
1: is all about
0: <laughs> invasion. So invasion.
1: UFOs are real. We've established that. We still don't know if they are visitors from outer space, tourists from another dimension, or a naturally occurring part of our own world that we just don't understand yet. But it's one of those three because I can tell you it's not human technology we're not even close to what these things can do and anyone who tells you we are is just full of shit like 100 we're not
0: and, and honestly with everything that has been revealed from like the pentagon the navy everybody it's like okay they're agreeing with us like yeah. these things are moving at speeds we've never seen before so what yeah. what else do you need they're yeah. real everyone
1: In this episode, we are going to imagine that they are visitors from space. And if that's the case, (laughs) there has to be a reason that they're here. And if we are to believe some of the incredible witness testimony of contact and abductions, it's definitely not just a sightseeing trip. So why are they here? What do they want?
0: What do they want from us? What are they doing? And honestly what better place to look than the movies? Because that's, I mean, it's sort of all... All we've got yeah, <laughs> at the yeah. moment, how we imagine it to happen, so I wanted to kind of kick us off by talking about the different invasion tropes that we have seen in our beautiful sci fi horror thriller, what have you movies mm-hmm. um Obviously, there are so many we're i mean there's no way we'll even get to listing them all here, but hey, write write in and tell us your favorites if you want after this episode, but all of them. All of them. Yeah, Ashley's answer is all of them. I love Mine sci-fi. is probably most of them. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was scared of them more as a kid, but have loved them as an adult. Et, I feel like I said that on our very very yeah, first you episode. You and Joe had a real problem me. with that guy. But then I watched it as an adult, and I think, like, sorry if I've said this on an episode before. I like, I need to apologize because now I think Et is the cutest, the cutest little thing curvy. That's <laughs> Curvy Queen. I love E.T. Okay. <laughs> Curvy Queen. <laughs> just a little, little brown guy. Okay. I
1: cannot watch E.T. I will cry harder than Ugh. you've ever seen me cry. Like, I can't watch it. Fucking Spielberg, man. He, he really got us.
0: Um, No, I ball my eyes out to it, too. Like, oh, the relationship with Elliot. I just, I know. it's too much. Okay. Okay, so, hi. One of the, <laughs> <laughs> hello, hi, tropes, <laughs> movie, <laughs> invasion tropes. So one of the main ones that we've seen and kind of like the first one to come forward once it was written in a novel and then made into, you know, like three different versions, uh we saw in War of the Worlds. It War was actually the War of the Worlds written by H.G. Wells back in the 1890s then, you know, has been made a few times over, but this is the trope of hi, we're coming to take over your planet obliterate you mm-hmm. like you're of no use to us we are your new leader goodbye we're evil we're taking everything yeah so that was kind of like the first one and that established like one of the main themes we have seen is that aliens are terrifying and we're all gonna die there was a super cheesy movie that came out uh in 1956 earth versus the flying saucers mm-hmm. that also had that going on one of our all-time favorites, which I know, Ashley, and I agree on this one, and probably everyone who's listening, 1996, Independence Day. Oh, I beautiful.
1: Mean, Delicious.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Perfect. We all watch Wouldn't it on change the 4th a thing. of July every <laughs> No notes. I have no notes for, for Independence Day. All <laughs> of these films, enormous spacecrafts descend from on high, unleash just absolute... Hell. And that's pretty much it. And we all have to scramble and figure out what to do. The government is not prepared in the slightest, and everybody just kind of gets taken over. So there have been so many, you know, variations on this concept, as I said, but I have to mention, of course, the 1996 comedy Mars Attacks. Love it. (laughs) Because... That is also one of my favorites. How do you feel about Mars Attacks? You like Oh, her. it's
1: yeah, it's one of my all time favorites. I think Jack Nicholson's performance as both the president and the <laughs> Las Vegas like hotshot. It's one of my favorite performances in movie history. I think he's hilarious. I mean, the whole movie is great. Oh, my God.
0: But gosh, it's perfection. I just like it's so funny because it's like, you know, it's kind of a spoof it's satire.
1: Yeah, It
0: is. It's playing on like our idea of what the aliens have looked like. They're big bug eyes coming out of their huge heads like all of it but what i love about it is the amazing cast as you said jack nicholson like enough said
1: who is it it's jack nicholson natalie portman glenn
0: close glenn close honestly it's like thank you for being in thank
1: you for doing this glenn
0: (laughs) thank you for doing martin
1: short pierce brosnan who plays the hippie woman um she's won a million oscars annette benning Oh, and yes. that Benning's in it. It's it's incredible.
0: It's perfect, but like, yeah, I, it's worth mentioning because even through the parody, that's the idea behind it. Like, aliens are coming down. They're like, yeah. hey, and then again, we got another War of the Worlds with our with our boy Tom Cruise Which in two thousand five. It's like, I know, not bad at all. Mm-mm. But basically, it's like these ordinary families we're seeing in these movies, global disaster strikes, and usually, you know, we're trying to band together and stop them. And we get this big budget, amazing spectacle that none of us are mad about. But this is definitely the most terrifying trope. Mm-hmm. And what I have found interesting is through researching, obviously, it, it's hard to find a ton of research on alien invasions, right. because They've never what, what are we going off of? Yeah. Um, but we're going off the our theories, dreams, just our hopes and our dreams. Um, I feel like what we can find from people's predictions and theories is that this actually is the most likely one to take place. From what I could find, I was going to say least people- likely. Well, that's what's funny is to me, I would think least likely, I do not think aliens want to come to obliterate us. Maybe I'm just trying to be an optimist. But if you look at like what, obviously, there's like psychics and mediums who have made predictions, but even Stephen Hawking made... (laughs) Predictions and his were like, oh, it's definitely going to be like malicious. That was his mm-hmm. belief on it. It's like if he's saying it, what hope? Well, do we have? you
1: know, I definitely think that there's a possibility that they could come here wanting our planet and wanting to obliterate us. It's just the the full scale attack that I think is the least likely because if you were well, to sure. do that, like, why would you destroy the planet's resources? That makes zero sense.
0: That is totally fair. So, uh, yeah, I guess I digress. Like, we're not. You're they're not going to destroy the planet because right. that's what they're here for, but they're just gonna say, wipe Hey, you humans yeah. are useless. Yes, and totally wipe us out so that that stresses. To me be out fair, a
1: bit. if you did wipe out the humans, the planet would be healthier. So
0: it would be in <laughs> mint condition because we're destroying it.
1: So it, it yep. could be possible that moment. they're like, That's a really nice planet with so many resources and beautiful <laughs> creatures. You know what's horrible about it? People.
0: These damn people. And I laugh thinking of like, if the aliens are watching us, if that theory is true of them kind of looking down on us and observing us, they saw how beautiful the planet looked during <laughs> COVID when we couldn't leave yeah. our homes. And they were like, okay, proof. Here's our proof that it's the humans. It's their fault. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. What is your favorite of those movies, though, before I move on to the next trope? I mean, when you think of... Aliens attack and wipe out The human race type movies Oh. Independence Day?
1: I don't know if I have a Favorite one thing I do Like about Independence Day though That um, I always point out As like being like this is the most realistic Thing in this movie is when The president of the United States Is like we there was no UFO at Roswell It's an old wives tale da 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 da, da. And then the you know what Whoever it was was like Actually, that's not entirely accurate, because, as we've talked about on the show before, the President of the United States is a temporary position, sometimes very mm. temporary like Super four temporary, to eight yeah. years. They're not given all of the information they're not given right. all of the secrets they can't they're gonna they're not gonna be the employed there. You know what I mean right? uh yeah. so like the Secretary of Defense probably knows more than the actual president of the United States. So I always love that part of the movie where the our own president is like, that nope, their aliens aren't real. And then someone else is like, ooh, here's the thing.
0: No, they definitely (laughs) are. Yes, they actually are. Yeah. No, I do love that.
1: I do think that they did a really good job and I haven't seen the 1966 War of the Worlds since college. I watched it for a class in college and I haven't seen it since, but I, so I don't remember much about it. But I do like that in the, the Tom Cruise version, the the aliens were here, they were evaporating people and they were terraforming our planet, oh, which was yeah. brilliant because that's kind First of my- what... Uh, an alien species would have to do is terraform our planet to be something that they could survive in yeah if they're not coming from a planet that is identical to ours which is probably not likely
0: right 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 do you have a favorite i actually i i mean it probably is independence day even though it's it's cliche to say but it's just so good like i really love it
1: now does signs go in this category or is it coming later
0: No, actually, like, it's funny, I didn't know where to put Signs exactly, because I kind of feel like it could fit into other categories, but technically, yes, I do think it does, because they, the aliens want us, like, they want to harm us. Because Signs is my, like,
1: all-time fave. Like, that's my favorite um, alien movie. Signs has
0: levels. That, I feel like, it's like, it's an alien movie, but damn... It's just, it's such a good movie, even yeah. if it wasn't an alien movie. But yes, you're exactly right. They definitely were coming to harm the humans, it so out. that is fair. Yeah, but it's, yeah, science just has so much to it. It really is perfect.
1: Well, not perfect.
0: But yeah. <laughs> Let's not <laughs> let go well, that far. <laughs> yeah, one of the stars of the movie, like, a, I could do without, no. Um, <laughs> Some remember. of the people in it. But back to aliens. Yeah, please. Another trope. They walk among us, but not necessarily like they've become a part of us, right. which we'll talk about in a Hold little into. bit. But they look just like us walking next to us, which is both like terrifying, but also, okay, if they're not just murdering us in the middle of the day, it's not that bad. But basically, this was a trope to show, okay, everything doesn't have to be this big budget, crazy action film. We started to get some movies where it was a little bit more of a slow build or and you're kind of yeah it's subtle, but it's it's still super eerie and just thinking of I mean the body snatchers they were kind of the ones to bring this forward first because there's a couple versions of this as well. It was a book adapted to the big screen, I think three times I read, which I was like I only knew of two, but basically the body snatchers it just it shows how easy it would be for this normal seeming person, like one of your coworkers hanging out, they just look like this normal. Human man, but really, it is like some sort of monster, some sort of alien that is infiltrating society and trying to take over, learning about humans, studying them, and learning, you know, how to kind of trick them and get what they want. And this, again, has been spun into multiple ways into what? Who? Multiple. This has been spun into multiple movies, science fiction movies. There's one, it came out first in the 50s, Invaders from Mars, that had this same idea. Then there was another comedy, but actually really good, "The World's End" with Simon Pegg. Love who, the like, world's I end. Love everything about love it. it. Um, with yeah, alien lookalikes and taking over these little English small towns. Obviously, it was like kind of acting as a metaphor, but still had the aliens coming in. And then, um, there is a really good one. Have you seen this one? Because I have not. They live. Yeah, of course. I know. I figured you had because it's John Carpenter, but I have You've not. never seen and, They Live? Well, that's it our next movie has to be our night. next. I was just, <laughs> you read my mind. Lauren and I, I just like,
1: watched Prince of Darkness, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness last week, and we had so much fun. <laughs> it
0: was so much fun. <laughs> I I was thinking about it for days yeah that has to be our next movie I'm so glad we just said that at the same time so I was like I need to watch they live it was again one of those movies that I always saw and was like yeah I'll watch that And it just didn't happen but again another example of kind of extraterrestrials in disguise coming at you and it's the humans you know trying to identify who is fake who is real how do we get there and with Body Snatchers, so many people can critique that movie all they want because, I mean, it's older. Maybe there's not cool, splashy who special effects once again. Who
1: critiques the Invasion of the Body Snatchers?
0: Just people saying, like, oh, like, we need to, like, I wish somebody would do more with this movie. Whatever. Obviously, there are people who don't appreciate, like, the movie Good for what films. it is. So, <laughs> Yes, they don't understand film in I general. will kick no. you down
1: the stairs.
0: <laughs> like I'm not listening to those people on forums. All that is to say is just like if you don't understand how horrifying that last shot is, where the seemingly normal man just turns and opens his mouth and we hear that sound, showing that he is one of the alien. Like it haunts me in my dreams. It's I terrifying. think it is so terrifying. So now simple are you referencing the effective.
1: 1976 Donald Sutherland Invasion yes. of the Body Snatchers? Because that's my yes. favorite one.
0: Yes, that is exactly what I. Donald referencing. Sutherland,
1: Jeff Goldblum leonard nimoy like the movie's perfect just watch it it's so good i can't believe you didn't mention the faculty
0: Listen, oh my God. No, what's so funny is it's the only other movie I was going to mention. I was going to ask you if you had any more examples because you know everything about alien movies. The Faculty is a movie, one of those things that I saw at a sleepover in probably seventh or eighth grade. And Mm -hmm. it was one of those where like everyone fell asleep, of course, and I was just up awake like a tentacle is about to come and just take me away. But it was so good. It's so good, good.
1: and uh, The Faculty is one of those cool movies where it brings a younger generation into, I mean, it is just a retelling of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Mm -hmm. just through the lens of high school teenagers, and like, what if it happened, you know, what if it wasn't, yeah, what if it wasn't San Francisco? Mm -hmm. What if it was just one high school? They did such a great job with it. It's such a good movie. They really did. I definitely think this would be the way to go. If, if you had the, if you had, you know, I mean, it's not really technology, I guess, you know, in, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, they're, they, they kind of grow them like plants, like the, mm-hmm. well, it is a plant, and it kind of um, creates a copy of the person and grows right. it, and then mm-hmm. they kill you, and, and they're just a copy running around, but... So I don't know, like, I was going to say, like, it depends on if they have the technology. That's not really technology. You know, if they had the ability to, I would say that would be the way to do it. And then um, there's also a movie that's based on a book, not good, neither good, um, called uh, Host. And it's, I believe, Stephanie Meyer, who did Twilight, right?
0: Or I think so because I definitely read it when I was mm-hmm. young, so that tracks. Because I was reading Twilight and I was probably like, "What else does she have?" But yeah, it's not good. I barely got to the end.
1: Yeah, and in that, it's a parasite that attaches to your spinal cord, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, so, yeah, like that would be the way to fucking do it because by the time anyone caught on,
0: it would be oh, it too it be over. Late. Yeah, it'd be too it late. Would be over.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that the 70s invasion of the body snatchers does better than than the even the 50s and the the latest one is garbage don't even watch it but um <laughs> better than them is just to show how fucking futile it is like e- by right. the end of that movie everywhere they turn is alien like they they exactly. have nowhere to go and you don't know if you're talking to someone if you're like hey i i stumbled upon this plot like you don't know if they're gonna be like mm, yeah okay i'm one right. of them so it sucks for you
0: <laughs> yeah the copy is so accurate yeah. <laughs> it's like you it's have terrifying. no idea but that's like that is why i love that last shot because it truly yeah. shows like oh you thought you were out of this yeah, just you, kidding you you that survived. person <laughs> that person that you were just talking to is an alien it's it's so smart it's so good that is very terrifying but it's it's scary to think of but also i'd be like hey genius move aliens you did it right
1: you did it good good move guys
0: Another trope in movies, which feels so much like what people of the U.S. of A. are going to do mm-hmm. just because they can't leave anything alone and they're like, we have to have everything, is what if we are the aliens that are going to their planet and trying to make contact only to realize, oh, wait, this was a terrible idea because yeah. they're more advanced <laughs> than us. So this, this goes away from the traditional spaceship landing on Earth or, you know, them infiltrating our society. We now have this trope of still hostility, like it's yeah. it's seen a lot in like horror alien movies, but basically humans going to another planet saying, Oh, I picked up this weird signal or I got I communicated with something and we have to go see what it is. We get to the planet, they just want to kill and murder us all because so they're like, What the hell are you doing here?
1: It's like when people get attacked by sharks, where it's like, Well, yes. don't go in the ocean. You're in their house.
0: You are in their house, and as I've said before, and as I will say again for the rest of my life, don't go in the fucking ocean, and definitely don't, don't go. Don't go there. Don't go that deep. Don't go that far out. My husband is always guilty of it. He just wants to prove he can freestyle or backstroke out to the buoys that are the barriers, and I'm like, you're going to get your leg bitten off by a But, yes, same thing. They're like, please get out of our zone um, so our journeys to these new worlds, our initial contact with them, it usually ends up not great with this other species. So 2001 is a great like blueprint for this kind of movie. And then we see contact, mission to Mars. Um, this is where we're discovering a message from a possible ancient alien race. We follow the instructions. We go up there, blah, 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 blah. And then obviously alien.
1: Things aren't what you expected. things
0: are not what they seem the whole alien series is based on this those movies are pure gold i mean uh, there's some bad ones sprinkled in there because there's been a lot of sequels but i will watch them whenever someone asks me to so i still love them um but they do the trope so well but i i love this trope for entertainment purposes because you're like dumb humans and then you're just entertained for hours but this one i don't know if we have enough yet, I mean, maybe this could happen in the future. I don't know that we have the technology no. to get to some of the planets where we have, like, heard things. Because I know we've gotten, you know, signals of things we can't understand out there. But do you think we can actually get out there in, no. like, the next – Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-mm. I don't think it's ever going to happen I mean, even so this...
1: Elon is like, we'll make it to Mars in my lifetime. And I'm like, mm not with the way Tesla's going, bud.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's not
1: even going good. And those things are I don't on think the earth. Happened. Yeah. I, I know. maybe. I mean, we'd have to really we'd have to really get it together and we would have to I mean, it would really because of the way people are and the it would have to be another space race. That's the only way we're going to get up there. It's not going to be like this guy has a dream. Like it's going to have to be like <laughs> Uh, another moon landing space race type situation to light the fire under our ass but also we would just have to i mean we would literally have to invent something that defies the laws of gravity right. so um that's the thing a- and I'm to do like, that you gotta figure it. out what gravity is we're not even there like there's no way <laughs> I, I i really don't think that we will uh pitch black there's another one the thing mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like about this trope the most is usually, usually, sometimes it's just schlocky fun. Go up there, aliens in space. But yep. usually there's a, a very philosophical message. Obviously, 2001 A Space Odyssey is all about mm-hmm. uh, consciousness, how we got it, who gave it to us, and, and what happens when we're when we come face to face with that. Mm -hmm. But even like the Alien series, you know, the Nostromo is up there floating around. They're on a a salvaging mission and they get redirected to this planet by this corporation, the Wayland yutani Corporation, who uh, basically owns their ship. Uh, because they found a signal supposedly on this planet. They go down to the planet. What's that? It's an egg. What's that that comes out of the egg? It's a fucking monster. It attaches to this guy's face. They get him back on the ship. An alien bursts out of his chest, and they're going, what the fuck? Like, we can't go back there. Turns out the Wayland Utani Corporation sent them on purpose, knowing mm-hmm. what was there, because they want to weaponize this creature. And And, and every yep. single one of those movies is about uh, how large corporations in our own lives, in the real world, don't care about human lives.
0: Not at all. Like, like oh, you're going to go take this risk because it's something that we yeah, really want. You, and we need. can spare you. Yeah. Well, and that is exactly why I started talking about this trope saying this one makes me laugh, laugh in like a depressing way that this reminds me of America, of Mm -hmm. like what our government would say of like, oh, we discovered this thing on this planet. It's this creature we really need. It'll be our best weapon. But we do have to find a team of people willing to go get absolutely destroyed. And you're not going to find
1: a person willing. I mean – It's not that people aren't willing to do heroic things. You look at like the Chernobyl uh, meltdown and and the amount of people that literally went in to die just to save lives. Like people do heroic things. The problem is no one's going to volunteer to do that, go up there and die so that you can make money off of a weapon. So that's why you have to trick them into doing it. And it's just like the commentary is amazing. It really is. And, uh, depressing. <laughs> and depressing.
0: Amazing really de- and really. Yeah. And there's also,
1: uh, I don't know if you know this, there's a theory. They explored it a little bit in uh, the second half of American Horror Story this past season, the double feature. Yeah. They explored it in the second half. There is a theory that um, the higher ups, you know, the, the powerful people in the United States, the government maybe, I don't know. Uh, the military industrial complex they have like a sort of a contract with extraterrestrials that they're allowed to experiment on and uh, abduct people in exchange mm-hmm. for technology yep yeah. uh, which, uh, which is, is just interesting. Like, yeah
0: it is <laughs> yeah. it's it's an interesting way to kind of tell the alien story but also again i'm sort of like yep I I could see, yeah, I, could see I could see somebody in the US being on board with this. But I did like that. Which actually brings me to the next trope I wanted to talk about, which is sort of like the enlightenment trope. Yeah. A, an optimistic trope, because we have just been saying depressing horrible things. I love the movie Arrival of course this is one of our most recent ones but man I loved what they did with um, the communication with aliens and you know being so terrified but then having this linguistics person come in and be like no they just want to know about this and they want to tell us something and it's all about educating the human race Mm -hmm. we can only hope that when the extraterrestrials make contact with us that it's peaceful mostly and that they just want to teach us something and say, "Hey, we're a little more advanced than you. We actually have some really useful advice yeah. that y'all could use."
1: Yeah the uh, the children that got that had that experience in uh, was it Australia or South Africa? The school mm-hmm. kids that said, yeah. you know, that all witnessed the UFO and said that they were spoken to, and that's what they told them: like your your planet is heading for. A complete disaster like you have yeah. to you, you have, have to, to change changes. the world yeah
0: right which i i think is so great um i think it kind of started with the day the earth st- stood, still. stood still yeah yeah absolutely. that it was kind of that was kind of what kicked it off and then we've seen it in a couple of different ways again this is the genre that i've seen get not necessarily the most creative as you said like a, a lot of the alien movies get really creative and I mean, they definitely all kind of have metaphors that mirror what we are doing as humans. But I love, I love the way these movies show the communication with the aliens and the ways we can change ourselves and how it seems scary at first. But really, it's just they're trying to move us forward in a good way. And I mean, one of the movies that does it best, and I know Ashley will agree, is Close Encounters of oh, Third yeah. Kind. Because um, that movie, Toys With Us, were scared immediately and we're yeah, like, oh terrified. my god, like terrifying scenes, like was not well for a long time when I first saw that movie, but turns out... That encounter was meant to educate us. And they actually did want to help us. But it's just that fear of the unknown. Of course, when they first arrive, we're all losing our damn minds. We have to get the military engaged. We have to get everybody ready. But really, we find out they're just trying to communicate with us. They're trying to help us. And man, I hope that that is how it happens. But I also would be scared that if they were coming truly in peace and trying to educate us, that our country would just freak the fuck out anyway and the military would oh, you know would shoot at them it. and then yeah Arrival's and then they would be like okay realistic. we have to fight back. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, Bye. Yeah, Arrival is uh unfortunately not a realistic movie as much as I love it and I know. uh it's it just is really good though.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. We we would fail that test though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would 1000% fail it, but I love it. I was trying to think are there any other movies that come to mind kind of in that that genre mm. for you i don't I think like, there's so there's not a, a ton. ton i
1: feel like they uh-huh. we're starting to trend in that direction i mean there's like k-packs
0: <laughs> well which <laughs> i
1: don't know i mean et technically i guess you know he yes. e, yeah. um uh basically all friendly alien movies have a little bit of that message like if we can just right. uh, get past our initial fear and accept them for what they are we can learn so much from them about ourselves and about the world and da 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 uh but yeah i think the the biggest ones are the day the earth stood
0: the day the earth stood still and um arrival Arrival. yeah they're the ones that do it the best yes absolutely and then i wanted to end with one trope that ashley is going to be speaking on (laughs) which is I, I gave you something nice. Everybody remember that. Yeah, like, remember, remember we gave wasn't. you a nice
1: thing before we <laughs> destroyed was a life. happy one.
0: Is basically the aliens coming and mixing in with us, maybe splicing up a little DNA and becoming, becoming kind something of one else. of us. <laughs> yeah, and just awful. Um, yeah, and we have seen this in... <laughs> One of the first ones was 1995 thriller Species. Hell yeah! Where the aliens.
1: <laughs> Honestly, though, hell yeah, Joe and I rewatched Species. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just really excited. No, because oh my
0: god, tell me you're excited. We
1: rewatched Species uh, like last month at some point, and just like as a we were we we're having like a quote unquote bad movie day. Yeah. honestly it holds up it's not a bad movie I don't I I, I know I haven't seen in years I understand why it gets the reputation that it has you know sometimes when you cast like a very beautiful model who doesn't have acting experience you know you get what you get um, and uh-huh. it was at that very <laughs> weird point in time I talked about this on uh, the psychoanalysis pod uh-huh. in the 90s where um, practical effects were still uh, used mostly but yes. cgi was like just on the cusp of becoming like a thing like actually becoming mm. everything so you have right. these like movies where like the practical effects are incredible and then usually for their big finale they have they a CGI. mess of cgi so like here's the thing is species like great no is it not that bad yeah yeah At we should get more of it because
0: i haven't seen it in years <laughs> and i do want to go back and watch it Because I, yeah, when I was thinking of movies that kind of fall under this umbrella of, like, you know, they come down, they're teaching us how to grow our own woman, but then they turn out to be murderous. Um, It's it's genius. I love it. I remember being freaked out by it, but, like, also with a hint of cheesiness, so I need to watch it again and just, like, appreciate it for what it is. But, um... Yeah, I love it. And then there, I didn't see this, but I remember, like, people either loving it or hating it. But in 2013, there was the movie Under the Skin, which had Scarlett oh, Johansson playing fine. a predator who seduced men to their deaths. And, you know, she also was becoming fascinated by being a human and kind of studying them and seeing what that could be. But, yeah, you you said it's fine. That was it's your comment. fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's not bad. It's
1: not bad. It's <laughs> uh did you Mm -hmm. see (laughs) honeymoon
0: no dude honeymoon fucking rules (laughs)
1: honeymoon rules. okay Okay. it's about a couple who's on their honeymoon and
0: wait yes you've told me about this several times now i'm like i know of this movie it's because of you it's great uh (laughs) rose
1: leslie is the lead and she's great uh and uh oh the other guy is harry treadaway and they are on their honeymoon and they're in a cabin they're camping and something happens i cannot tell you what happens but boy oh okay, boy okay yeah it don't cuz i
0: really do shocker
1: know. yeah i mean you know what movie we didn't talk about and i'm wondering i don't think it fits in any of these categories
0: that's the thing is like we have our tropes but like sometimes some the movies go outliers. off the rails
1: yeah, yeah of um course predator for example doesn't fit into anything because they I know
0: i didn't know where to put it Mm -hmm. i almost lumped it in with alien i was like no No. not fair that's not true
1: no because they really i mean do they hunt people yes but it's for sport and they're not really trying to take over the world they don't really care about that and also no,
0: they're just animalistic creatures who are like i'm gonna eat you goodbye
1: (laughs) annihilation Oh yeah,
0: annihilation same same thing,
1: technically, I mean, I guess it could be kind of a war war of the world scenario where they're terraforming the planet to fit it. I don't want to give uh-huh. too much away, but we never really learn if it came here on purpose, if it right. crashed here on accident, and this is just what happens um uh-huh. like we, I'm not really sure where to put that one,
0: yeah. That is really true there are there are some outliers as yeah. there are with like many movies, of but, course, yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: I was just in my Man. head trying to categorize different <laughs> alien invasion movies, and I was I like, love
0: that you're doing it too, because I was the same. It was like <laughs> yeah. i I had predator did. listed like so many different times, and I was like, no, it doesn't fit, it fit here, <laughs> it doesn't fit here, I know, and it was like, and I even struggle with the humanoid category that we're kind of talking about now, where it's like I don't even there's not many like I know. There's not a ton. Splice, and... But I don't think that that's well, an
1: alien. Is it? E-
0: is it? It's a mean... bad movie. I don't know. I saw it like once and I was like, wow. I did too. I remember not liking it. But <laughs> also, Splice is the perfect movie to mention right before you <laughs> tell us about yeah, sure. splicing.
2: <laughs> Hello, Twisted Humans. Do you find yourself wanting to know more about the latest murder, conspiracy, cults, or haunting? Then this is the podcast for you. We're bringing the most intense stories that'll keep you up at night. He was found guilty of voluntary manslaughter and felonious assault, but he was only sentenced to five months of probation. And this would be the last time that anyone ever saw him. Uh There are allegedly two women who also drowned in the first class pool. Was this the same glowing green that they'd seen in the darkness the night before? He had refused to sit near the wagon cloth because of stains on it, which were most likely blood. Join us every Tuesday for a glass of wine or sangria and a dose of true crime. I'm Alicia. And I'm Sierra. And this is Twisted Twisted and and Uncorked.
1: Well, I did want to kind of cover a theory about them coming here that I just don't buy which Uh is that they are studying us because Mm. first of all and this is just for like abduction accounts like maybe for sure like if it's just a ufo and zipping around like whatever like absolutely like that could be star tours for them like it doesn't (laughs) like that could be a safari like we don't know but but the idea that they keep abducting us to study us doesn't Really makes sense because uh, abduction accounts, including the ones where people say they were experimented on, have a history of at least a hundred years. And that's just like, that's the, right. it's probably earlier. Just, we don't know much about it, but sure, I don't think they would still be experimenting if that was their goal. And yet people are still having these strange experiences. And the crazy mm-hmm. thing is, I believe them. Now, yeah, do I believe that they're taken onto a ship and sliced open and probed? By insect creatures, I don't know, but Ooh. I believe that they believe that that's what happened. So I think we should oh, take absolutely. it seriously regardless, whether it's a psychological phenomenon, uh, it's mm. something because these people something is believe happening. this thing happened to them. So.
0: And people who it's like they like you can trust their opinion and they're saying yeah. like I I I have no reason to tell you this story, but I can say this, this, and this, and the, all of the details kind of match up. So you're exactly right. Whatever it is, it's something's happening. It's something.
1: Work. But uh if they are taking us and experimenting, what could they be doing? Mm-hmm. The theory that I want to talk about today has two very different vibes. The theory is that they are attempting to splice human DNA with their DNA. And this would explain why abductions are still happening after all this time. And it would definitely explain what we discussed in Season 4, Episode 11, Welcome to Flurbingast, <laughs> The phenomenon of women claiming to be abducted and then having health problems revolving around their reproductive system. And in some cases, even becoming pregnant and the baby disappearing. Oof. And I don't mean like it was born and then it like got napped. I, I'm i talking like it was in my womb and then it wasn't.
0: And then it just vanished.
1: Yeah. Which Oof. I have a couple examples. There was a case of Jane Helms from Texas who had visitations from extraterrestrials for years starting in 1973 And she claimed they would come into her bedroom and tell her things like, it's time to come now without actually speaking. And they would take her to a dark room where she would lay on a cold table. And at one point in her life, she became pregnant, despite not having had sex with her husband for months. And in her fourth month of pregnancy, she said that she felt something was near the house again, referencing the extraterrestrials. She said she could always feel that they were coming before they came.
0: Oof. So creepy.
1: And that night, after she knew that they were near, after falling into a restless sleep full of nightmares, she woke up the next morning knowing she was no longer pregnant. And she even took a lie detector test to prove she wasn't making it up. Obviously, we know lie detector tests are mm, problematic, but Uh, just the fact that she was willing to take one is interesting.
0: When somebody just has no issue jumping into it, it's like, Mm -hmm. let's listen to them.
1: And this was something, you know, I say extraterrestrials were visiting her since 1973, blah, 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 blah. She wasn't like writing in her diary like the 80s came again. It was something that later on in life, she had all this PTSD. She had all these emotional issues. She went to get therapy during hypnosis. Under hypnosis, she started talking about this stuff. And then the memories came flooding back to her and uh, she was traumatized all over again. So
0: (laughs) makes sense.
1: Sorry about it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Then there's London woman Shira Lumira Rejoice, who claims that in 2018 aliens came to her house. She was lying down for a nap on her couch when she experienced a case of paralysis. And she said, I was freezing and my body couldn't move. I looked over to the door and it opened. There was a figure, a holographic-looking human figure. She said that she had three eggs removed from her body to create hybrid babies. After this event, she became sober from everything, drinking, smoking, even caffeine, and she devoted her life to being in nature and healing her body. She even changed her name, if you are wondering who would name their daughter Shira Lumira Rejoice. Um, no one. She <laughs> named herself a name. that. It is <laughs>
0: quite a name. Okay. That makes sense.
1: She even claims that she has proof. She said she's never been pregnant, nor has she donated eggs. And yet she has ovarian scarring from egg removal that was visible in an ultrasound.
0: Wow. She has
1: copies of said ultrasound.
0: What would you even do if you saw
1: that? You're like, but this has never happened. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that. There's some explanation of why you would have ovarian scarring without having the procedure, but also maybe not like I don't know I, it seems I have
0: no clue pretty wild yeah, wow,
1: then you have women like Bridget Nielsen, not the actress, uh different Bridget Nielsen <laughs> from Sedona, Arizona, and a Verse from Los Angeles, California, who are among members of a group called the Hybrid Baby Community. These women claim that between them, they have 13 children with aliens, and that the conceptions have happened through artificial insemination and, in some cases, real sexual encounters. Oh, boy. Members of this group, mostly unnamed due to the backlash, believe that aliens have been harvesting their DNA to create children that combine the best of both human and alien characteristics over a period of several years. What's interesting about these people is that they are former marketing executives, video game designers, therapists, teachers, there's even doctors in this group, and all of them have similar stories. They all say that they were taken somewhere in a dreamlike state, that they were almost in classroom-like settings with other women, but they don't remember what they were being taught, and some of the women in this group claim to have 10 or more children with aliens, And the ages of these women range from 19 to some in their 60s. That's just insanity. It's wild. And they formed this community for several reasons. One, because of their claims, if they voice them aloud, which a lot of them didn't ever. They've lost everything. A lot of these people have lost their family, their friends, their relationships, their jobs, because of the things that they've been saying. And uh, they also, though, mourn together. Because they never get to meet their oh. children, yeah. They can Just feel even, like, yeah. an absence. You know what I mean?
0: I can't. E- I didn't even think about that part. That you're mm-hmm. sort of like, I'm missing something. I'm yeah. missing this part of me. Like, I yeah. You're kind of mourning this child that also didn't really exist t- to you fully. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: All of it. And and you know, they they're left wondering, like, did this even happen to me? Is it all in my head? Like. I, I have these experiences and I have no explanation for them. And they said, they all say there's an immense sadness because you can't be with your children. And they believe that there may be hundreds of thousands of women across the world who have hybrid babies that they don't even know about. And these women draw pictures, women and men. Now they've incorporated, as the, the group has grown, men have come forward and said, oh, I dang. think that my DNA, my semen was taken, and I, I believe that I have a connection with a child off-world as oh. well. But they they draw pictures of their hybrid children, and they share their stories with each other and hope that one day they can all live together in the same home away from cities where their children can visit them. Ooh. Bridget said that there are certain signs you can look for if you think you might be one of them. Recurring dreams about doctor's offices or classrooms, missing time, and false pregnancies. Wow. She said once she saw a UFO and her ovaries ached. Oh. Isn't that sad?
0: That's sad, though. That is so depressing. That is so awful. I, I also just... I want to know everything I know. now. Like, I can't believe you've brought this to me because I have to know every detail.
1: The women say that they understand why people think they are crazy, but that they are not. And this is really happening to them, even if they don't quite understand what is happening to them. Yeah. There was even information about an unnamed woman who became pregnant after an encounter. And the declassified documents released from the Defense Intelligence Agency the report is titled Anomalous Acute and Subacute Field Effects on Human and Biological Tissues, if anyone wants to read it, and it investigates the health impact of people who have had supposed encounters with what they call anomalous advanced aerospace systems. Just say UFO.
0: Mm. Just say UFO. I kept thinking that, like all of, the, all of the research I was doing, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm seeing Just all your titles. UFO. It's a UFO. Let's, let's be real. <laughs>
1: But um, this report includes apparent abductions, experiences of telepathy, perceived teleportations, and one case of an unaccounted for pregnancy. Wow. And lest we forget, many abduction cases, including one of the most famous ones of all time, Barney and Betty Hill, abductees have stated that they have felt sexually violated and suspect that the beings took things from
0: their bodies. I mean, I've been honestly thinking of them this entire time because I'm like, that is – it is probably the most famous abduction case. And it's like they told us immediately they felt like something violated their body. Something was taken from them. This so goes along with everything you're saying. I remember
1: Barney. Barney said that, like, he felt, like, an intense shame Yeah, uh, regarding his genital area for – right a long time afterwards and yeah it's just Mm -hmm. it's wild but
0: it's so wild
1: there are also theories that there are people on earth living today that are alien human hybrids but i'm gonna get to that next week so can't wait why though why why would they be interested in splicing alien and human dna well as i said before there are two main theories with two very different vibes (laughs) One theory is that they are attempting to integrate the human race into the greater universe. Human beings, minds, and our bodies are crazy fragile. Physically, we can't withstand any more than 9 Gs of force, so light speed travel is out of the question. Uh, we obviously also don't have the ability to dematerialize and rematerialize. Like, it's just sure, not sure, a sure. thing. Sure,
0: sure, I've never done it. <laughs>
1: And psychologically, we're not good with change, human beings. Not good with new ideas, which is. You know what? We
0: sure aren't. We are not good at it.
1: Stay the same. All of us. It takes us a minute. We all have boomer energy. So, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> which is why it's not surprising if it is actually happening that aliens are choosing contact with open minded individuals with a large capacity for empathy and understanding because it takes yeah. a fair amount of emotional intelligence to be an empathetic person. So yeah. in order to bring human beings into their world, it may take a crossbreeding of sorts and that would take years and years and years of experimentation to get right. And this is a lovely thought. The other theory is not. (laughs) Um,
0: Oh, boy.
1: It could be that they are not interested at all in inviting human beings to be a part of some universe-wide united nations and bring us into their world. But that their world or worlds are out of resources and that Earth is a planet with robust resources that they would like to take over. And possibly their race can't exactly survive on our planet due to whatever Gravity, oxygen, hydrogen, who knows? So, their option to continue their race is to find a way to crossbreed our species. And once they crack that code, there will be mass abductions and eventually a full takeover of our planet. And
0: yay! Yay!
1: But this theory would also explain why they're so interested in our military bases and nuclear test facilities. It's not that they don't want us to destroy ourselves. It's that they don't want us to destroy our planet. They want our yep. planet. They pretty want our planet. Dark.
0: <laughs> Which, like, that honestly, it's so funny because that takes us back to, like, the first point we made. Mm-hmm. It's like we're bookending it nicely. Is that... Yeah, that idea of they want our planet, so they're not going to destroy the land around us when they come down. They are just getting us out of the way to take exactly what they want. And Mm -hmm. that would make a lot of sense why they're like, hey, we're going to shut this down for you so you're not hurting what we're about to come down for. Yeah. Like, we're going to make sure you can't use these weapons for a minute because you're making a bad decision. Oh, no. We're goners. We're goners, aren't we, Honestly,
1: we are. We don't have a chance. Um,
0: You don't have a chance. To
1: wrap up our first uh, part of this alien chat, this is a total tease, and I'm really sorry, but I think it's going to get you pumped for our next non-alien episode. This is one of those moments where I started researching something for this episode and ended up getting pages of notes taken for a different episode topic.
0: (laughs) Happens always. Happens a lot. like, tuck that in my back pocket.
1: So this theory got planted into my brain recently, and I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who is planning on reading it. So skip ahead or actually turn it off. The episode's over. Um, (laughs) If you don't want... Just go. If you don't want to hear about the Midwich Cuckoos or Village of the Damned. So in the book, The Midwich Cuckoos by John Wyndham, an entire village in the UK blacks out, passes out, goes unconscious for almost 24 hours. Then they all just wake back up. No headache, no illness, seemingly no problems, except that all the women of the village woke up pregnant and they call the event the day out. And it becomes clear over not only the next nine months, but the next several years that a large craft landed in Midwich during the day out, and the women of the village were artificially inseminated with something otherworldly because the children there are very different. One, they grow about three times the speed of normal kids. Their eyes glow. Oh, and they can make you do things like pull out a gun and blow your head off just by thinking it. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? They're literally an unstoppable little army of alien children brought to earth but one of the main sort of philosophical conversations the book offers is do they have a right to live because so many characters are like we got to kill them if we don't they will easily end our race but the question becomes is that what's meant to happen like obviously this happened for a reason but who's to say that humans themselves didn't begin this way as well Because if you look at our fossil records, I mean that's an interesting question to ask because we we know that humans evolved from a time about 10 to 12 million years ago where primates split into two groups. One species Uh led to the great apes, the other species led to modern Homo sapiens. But what initiated the split? What gave us consciousness? Is it just a matter of brain development, or is there more to it? Was a was it a gift for us like the bible says and if so who gave it right
0: oh it's so fascinating to think of that it's like why why are we this advanced species what yeah. how, how did we get this way what what went on yeah what who happened possibly gifted it to us So I just kind of
1: wanted to plant that seed in your brain as we go into our next series. I already talked to Handsome Joe. He's in. We are going to talk about evolution. Very
0: fun. Super fun. I can't wait to make fun of
1: people that don't believe in it.
0: (laughs) I know. Yeah. First of all, like that's your number one issue. And if you don't believe in it, like we're about to roast you and maybe this isn't the show for you. But um, I'm so excited to talk about it because that really – that has always bothered me. I'm like, why are we the way we are? Yeah. Why am I sitting here on a computer right now with a microphone in my face mm-hmm. when there is an ape at the zoo who's just like, has his finger his in his butt. bubble? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that we both said that.
1: There's so <laughs> many different things that monkey could have been doing. And we are both like, finger in the butt. We've been finger to the in zoo. The That's what you see the most.
0: I mean and honestly like I went to the zoo Last week with Wilder and that is what I saw But yeah that is so It is so so interesting Fascinating. Yeah I can't wait Are we aliens? Did they give it to us?
1: Anyway so <laughs> that's all the time We have this week for Keep It Weird Thank you so much for tuning in Next week we are continuing our alien Conversation and asking ourselves The question what if they are Already among us all the oh, time God. And we don't even know it As usual, please, if you have any extra monies, join our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast, and you'll get plenty of cool stuff in return. Two bonus episodes every month, a newsletter, discounts on merch, and a shout-out on the show. You can also head to keepitweirdpodcast.com slash merch to get yourself a t-shirt, tote bag, hoodie, pillowcase, blanket, tank top, or whatever your weird heart desires. And of course, follow us on social media at Keep It Weirdcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Mm-mm. As for a sign off this week, rap, rap, rap!
0: And, and keep, keep it weird. It weird. E.T. phone home. Wow.